Welcome to the Well Kind Better podcast. My name is Nicole Gergieva. I'm a holistic well-being coach and mindfulness guide. Every week I share knowledge, stories, and my best tips to help you elevate your well-being and mindset. Together, we explore tools and practices that support you in becoming a kinder and better version of yourself so you can bring your vision board to life. Take a deep breath, relax your shoulders, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, lovely humans. Happy Monday. Well, if you're listening on the day that this podcast is airing, then happy Monday. Otherwise, happy today to you. Today is the third Monday of the year, which in Western countries is known as Blue Monday. If you have never heard of Blue Monday, it is said that this day is the most depressing day of the year. You know, the holidays are over, the bank account is a little bit more tight, the weather is not that great, and right about now, many people start to fail on their New Year resolutions, especially the well-being ones. Blue Monday actually originated as a marketing campaign by a very smart UK travel company. However, it resonated with people so much that it became a common expression for this Monday of January. So what should we talk about on Blue Monday? I think it would be the most appropriate to talk about happiness and joy and in this way combat the Monday blues. This is why today I want to share with you different paths that we can take to cultivating more joy in 2024. Now, I'm talking about the quiet, ordinary, everyday joy, not the moments of extreme happiness that happen to all of us from time to time. Also, I'm talking about the inner joy that sometimes comes from effort and purpose instead of the dopamine hits that modern life has made so easy to access. You might already know that for a while now, I've been fascinated with the topic of everyday joy and how to create more of it. You know, that feeling of inner warmth, of being content with the here and now, being able to appreciate and find beauty of our ordinary days and human existence. That's what I'll be focusing today in this episode. Let's dive in. The first path to cultivating more joy that I would like to offer for your consideration today is to practice more authentic gratitude. What does that even mean? It happens quite often that when we're new to practicing gratitude, it can feel a little bit forced. In addition to that, many people think that in order to practice gratitude, you have to be grateful for everything around you, even if, in fact, you aren't. For example, you don't have to pretend that you're grateful for a recent situation when you experienced hardship or failure or hurt. Maybe one day you will look back and think, wow, I'm so grateful that this happened. But if you're not there yet, then you don't have to force it. Another example is with feeling like you have to be grateful for everything every single day. From my own experience, I can tell you this. Some days I truly feel so connected to everything around me. And I feel grateful for the sky, for the trees, for the water that I used to shower, and even for the pen that I used to write in my journal. However, on some days I have a crazy headache. And it's unlikely that I will feel grateful for these small things. How do we practice authentic gratitude? We do it by dropping everything you have read about what a gratitude practice should look like and start tuning in from the inside to cultivate a practice that feels supportive to you. For example, this includes looking for different things to be grateful for each day that resonate with your mood that day. If we go back to my headache example, In that situation, I might not be grateful for the trees and the sky, 
but I sure as hell would be grateful that I can stay at home and lay on the couch. I might not feel physically great, but I can recognize, and actually I know from experience, how it feels to have the same headache and have to sit in a noisy office with an AC blowing on the top of my desk and having to talk to angry customers for half of the day on the phone. Yes, that's a true story. So here, we can be authentic in our gratitude even on the days that are difficult mentally or physically. My advice is to break from the mold and find a way to practice gratitude that feels genuine to you and to your type of personality. The second path to cultivating more joy this year is through slowing down. I just came back from a long visit to my sister for the holidays, and one evening we had a little chat about how fast time seems to fly by. We were reflecting on how my three-week stay seemed very long at the beginning, but it actually went by in a blink of an eye. We wondered, why is it that time goes by so fast when you're an adult? We figured it is related to our perception of time. You know, when we're teenagers or in our early 20s, we want everything and we want it now. We want the perfect friendships, we want the perfect relationship, the perfect body, the perfect career. And when do we want these things? We want them now, now and, well, you guessed it, right now. And because of this impatience, time seems to not go so fast because we're waiting for something all of the time. And we all know that nothing makes time go slower than having to wait for something. But when we mature a little bit and we move into our 30s, 40s and so on, most of these things already come into our lives. Now we have the relationships, maybe even a family. We have careers and aspirations about our well-being and lifestyle. And we get very busy. We also start to experience those little glimpses of wisdom and we gain awareness of how fleeting most moments in life are. Now, we actually want to hold on to some of these moments for a little bit longer, which in turn makes it seem like life really goes by so quickly. So I think one of the paths to cultivating more joy is by slowing down, coming to terms with our humanness and the fact that we can't make everything happen all at the same time. It's about recognizing the true joy lies in the journey and not the destination, and hence, give ourselves the permission to slow down and enjoy the ride a little bit more. Another path to cultivating more joy this year is developing self-accountability and discipline. I know that for some people the word discipline is the direct opposite of joy and I truly get it. I used to think this way too. Somehow, when I was younger, I used to put an equal sign between discipline and boredom. And not even boredom specifically, but more about that feeling of laboring over something that doesn't light me up in a way that makes me so bored out of my mind. That's exactly how discipline gets a bad rap. I think that we have assigned a negative tag to it for way too long when actually discipline can be the key to so much joy. In fact, learning to be disciplined is nothing more than learning to be self-accountable, which is to do what you say you're going to do, and to be more persistent, which is to continuously pursue your commitments. And when we combine self-accountability with persistency, magic happens. This combination can unlock so much personal and professional growth. It can also help you achieve so many goals and tick off so many amazing things off your to-do list. And becoming the person who can do all of these things is a guaranteed way to bring you inner joy. That's the joy that comes from effort and purpose, not scrolling on social media. And one last path to cultivating more joy this year is investing time in the relationships that bring you joy. 
every year in the beginning of January, millions and millions of people set goals related to exercising, eating well, quitting bad habits in pursuit of happiness. However, one thing that almost never makes it to the resolution list that actually makes a huge impact on our well-being is investing in our relationships. Psychology research consistently emphasizes that having healthy and supportive relationships has positive impact on our physical and mental health, it makes us more resilient towards stress, and it even increases our life expectancy. The best thing is that these things are not dependent on the quantity of our relationships, but the quality. This is why focusing on our relationships is a wonderful path towards more joy in 2024. So how could that look? It could be strengthening friendships or building new ones. It could be spending more time with family or continuing to build a strong relationship with our partner. It can also be volunteering and spending time with older or younger people than ourselves. And actually this year, one of my resolutions for the first time actually is to consistently invest in my relationship with my partner. And here is the catch. Consistently doesn't mean all of the time. In my case, the commitment is to put more intention, thought and effort into doing something kind for my partner just once a month. It could be organizing a special date night or finding an activity for us to do together. The funny thing is that I haven't even started this yet because it's just the beginning of January so I haven't done my first monthly occasion. But just the intention of bringing this energy into our personal lives is already making me show more appreciation. And it makes me so happy to share that with him. And I'm talking about super simple things. Telling him that I'm happy to see him when he comes back from work. Or saying that I appreciate him more often. Or thanking him when he does some chores at home. I'm sharing all of these with the hope to show you that investing in our relationships doesn't need to involve big gestures and complicated planning. In fact, I start to think that these small daily actions add up to so much more joy than one big thing every month. Well, lovely humans, those are the ideas that I wanted to share with you today. I am sure that there are many, many more paths to cultivating more joy this year that you can take. But the four that I share today are these. Number one. Cultivate authentic gratitude. Number two, slow down and enjoy the journey of life a little bit more. Number three, develop discipline and rejoice in becoming a better version of yourself. And number four, invest more in your relationships, even if it's just small daily actions. I hope that these ideas inspire you to look for sustainable ways to cultivate inner joy that feel good and genuine to you this year. I also want to let you know that in January and February, I'm hosting weekly workshops online and in person to help you unlock your most aligned and thriving self. I will guide you to set better habits, work on your personal story and inner narrative, discover your values and more in order to set you up for a year full of growth and personal joy. The workshops are super affordable as my goal is to reach and help as many humans as possible. Head over to my Instagram profile to check out the dates and the schedule and to sign up. I hope to see you and meet you there soon. In the meantime, have a wonderful week ahead and I'll be back with another Well Kind Better episode next Monday. Cheers! 